Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. It's Shelby, your host, and today I'm bringing back Kim Janes, the founder of Borboleta Beauty, onto the show. She was episode number six, so it's been over a year since she has been on the show, and since then she has become a mom and made quite a few changes within the company. So we're going to be talking about when it's necessary to make changes within a company and pivot and how she did that. So hope you guys enjoy. And if you're listening, make sure to tag Lash Boss Radio, Kimber Janes, and Borboletta Beauty on Instagram. All right. So welcome back to the show, Kim. I'm really excited that we're doing yet another episode. Hi, yeah, me too. Thanks, Shelby. Yeah, of so course. Um, so since you were last on the show, um, you had Scotty, and um, I had the pleasure of meeting Scotty last, uh, I guess, a couple months ago, this summer. So how do you feel like becoming a mother has changed you as a businesswoman? Oh, that's... Such a good question. <laughs> it has changed me personally and business in so many ways and physically, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I, <laughs> um, Scotty rocked our worlds. Um, Craig and I were so used to working, like our lives were work. We would just wake up, we would go to work, we would work until midnight and then just kind of do the same thing over and over and over again talk about no balance in life but mm-hmm. um <laughs> so when Scotty came along I think in my mind I wasn't mentally preparing myself that um I couldn't do that anymore I thought that you know I worked my entire pregnancy and then I was emailing right when I was delivering her basically oh and um and that's I say it like laughing and stuff but looking back I'm like oh my gosh that's crazy um <laughs> But when Scotty came into our lives, um, something just overcame, I think both Craig and I, but me especially, where I just looked at her and I just realized that there's so much more to life and she gave me a deeper purpose and meaning and Mm -hmm. my life was no longer just my life. It included Scotty in it. And then um, three weeks later... Which, you know, as I was getting the hang of being a mom and stuff over like the first three weeks, you are just rocked and you're, you're just trying to wrap your head around what just happened and you're running on no sleep. And then we were in the middle of doing a bunch of stuff at, at Borboletto, which of course I realized will always be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I really was trying still to live this parallel life of I'm a professional, but I'm a new mom and I'm nailing it and I'm loving it and I I can do everything. And then, um, we get a call from our pediatrician and he said, um, Scotty's newborn scans came back and she tested positive on two tests for cystic fibrosis. And I, it was like one of those moments where like your world stops and I'll never forget that. I mean, even just talking about it right now, I just think like in that moment, hearing the pediatrician say that, and I, I really think that I like collapsed and I was, I was like, what does that even mean? Like, is she okay? Is this a terminal illness? What are we in for? Like all of these questions just started flooding my mind. And, and then immediately after that, like the very next day at six o'clock in the morning, we were up at the primary children's hospital and she was 
getting hooked up to all of these machines. And like, it was crazy, Shelby, because um, when I first had Scotty, I remember thinking like, oh my goodness, she's so tiny. Mm-hmm. And my whole time being pregnant with her, I had this really kind of just like this motherly intuition that, um, you know, something was off. And mm-hmm. I would, I went into doctor's visits regularly and I would get ultrasound weekly just because I was a little obsessive about it. And everyone assured me that, no, you're fine. You're fine. You have no genetic disorders in your families and like everything's good. And so this really kind of gave me in a weird way, it gave me some peace knowing that, um, Scotty, I, I wasn't wrong about Mm -hmm. Scotty. And, um, it did help me in that moment to slow down and start looking at life for what it is. And it's, it's not a race. It's not, you know, we don't always have to climb the mountain of work. Like sometimes we need to just slow down and look at what's right in front of us and our families that love us so much. And, and so having Scotty actually didn't slow me down the way that I thought it maybe should have, but mm-hmm. her diagnosis, um, you know, I, I took a lot of time off of work, which I'd never really have done before. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you remember hearing the story in Vegas, but my team really stepped up and um, it just makes me really emotional because yeah. the whole event in and of itself, like it sucks that she has to deal with it, but she's thriving. And um, in turn, I think both Craig and I have learned that um, there's so much more to life and that we can thrive as parents and that, you know, we can still have a great business and be okay. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, I, I honestly can't imagine like you just talking about it and painting the picture. Like I'm about to be a mom myself and like, I can't imagine. Um, so I guess, did you guys just, did you have to do like a ton of research on it just because you, I guess you don't know anyone in your life that has that. No, I, uh, no, we, we really don't. I mean, ironically enough, one of Craig's really um, good friends from a previous work. Um, his daughter had cystic fibrosis, but they had grown apart since Mm. just, you know, when you don't work with someone anymore, you just don't talk to them as regularly, but we did get in contact with Blake and his wife and they've been a huge support system to us. And, um, our doctors have all told us to stay off the internet. And I really appreciated that because, even the times that I have kind of dabbled, it really stresses me out. And I know like we have an awesome support system, um, at primary children's it's like 10 minutes from us. So we feel really grateful for that situation. And Mm -hmm. Scotty's in the 76th percentile for height and for weight. And that's something Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, especially when we first took her in, she was, um, not even on the chart. Wow. And so she's, she's thriving leaps and bounds and, um, cystic fibrosis. I, not a lot of people are very familiar with it just cause it is such a rare genetic disorder, but, um, it's called an invincible disease. So it affects their lungs mm-hmm. and, um, their pancreas. And so nobody would ever know she necessarily had anything, but it's just, it, it definitely affects their quality of life. But with special treatment, Scotty will have just as great of a quality of life. So That's it's good. been a lot to wrap our heads around, but light at the end of the tunnel as well. There's been some amazing breakthroughs, even just in the last week, which is really phenomenal. So we're, we have a good outlook on it. So, um, I know you just mentioned this and you talked about this in Vegas. Um, 
your team stepping up for you, but did you also feel like just an outpouring of support too from other people outside of Orbaletta, um, just when you announced it to the rest of the industry? Yeah, I, I definitely, oh man, I get so emotional. I'm sorry. <laughs> it still is like such a trigger. Um, I, I felt like through such a dark time that so many people, whether we would consider them a competitor or, you know, someone who wasn't even affiliated or tied with the brand reached out in Mm -hmm. messages and texts and, and calling and emails. Um, And we've kept it really private just because that is such a private part of our lives. And I did make an announcement on social media, but I also understand that we are not the only people going through something with our family or each other or our children and so you know I I do touch on the fact that Scotty does have cystic fibrosis but I don't really share how intensive it is because everybody has something in their life that is intensive and the way that the industry responded even to you know just a few posts about it um, was so overwhelming and I felt so much love and it, it really made me feel like anytime I ever find out that someone is going through something or someone has something great to celebrate or just something, a milestone in life, I want to be there for that. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm always expressing gratitude and appreciation and putting my love out there no matter what our affiliation is. Even like if I just follow this person on Instagram and they announce that they're pregnant and I've never spoken to them before, like I want to send them a congratulations. Just we, it just meant a lot to me. And I I always wanted to make sure to make people feel that way after. Yeah. Um, By the way, thank you so much for sending my baby on the way some goodies too. Like that was so sweet. I wasn't expecting that. And I just thought that that was so kind of you. Oh yeah. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for you. It's, it's the best life you'll ever experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have about three more months to go, um, and I cannot wait. I wish I was having him tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I remember that feeling, and every day, every kick, every move, yeah. you're just like, who are you and what do you look like? And, like, it's so crazy. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Um, so switching gears, um, it, it seems like – you know, I, I saw on social media about like your last uh, soiree that you guys had and it looks so fun and it just looked like it was such a good time for everyone. And it just seems like the team is growing and getting stronger every year. And um, what do you, I guess, what do you feel like has contributed to all of that growth just within the team? Well, thank you, first of all, for saying that. Um, there's, so I think the biggest thing has been, um, my. I've always said in the past, I said this on the last interview that we did, collaboration over competition. Mm-hmm. And the more I would say it, the more I would look at my company and say, okay, are we really nailing this? Like, of course, I want to be supportive of everybody, you know, whether we're competitors or what have you, but um, what are we doing as a company to be less less exclusive and more inclusive to right. the industry? Even if they 
don't, you know, even if they're not like exclusive to our brand and our brand only, or even if they have never tried our products, but they felt connected, or even if they, you know, all these different things I just started thinking through. And, um, you know, ironically, someone that shook me to the core on this was Allie, um, the lash anarchist. Mm -hmm. And I've never told her this. So maybe I'll tell her before this releases, but Mm -hmm. she put out a post. Um, I don't even remember. It was maybe like a year, year and a half ago. And she talked about, you know, if you're going to be exclusive to a brand, that's a lot to commit to. Mm -hmm. And, in um you know she was talking about specifically brand ambassador programs mm-hmm. and um i really took that to heart and i i looked at it and i was like yeah i think maybe our brand ambassador program might be a little too exclusive and there's people that are dying to get into it and you know we preach collaboration over competition but like why are we turning people away because we say that we have we're at max capacity for the program like if people want to be a part of the brand in any way, we should allow that to happen. And we should allow them also to see, you know, the industry for what it is as well and, and, um, feel a part of something, but not feel completely isolated from Mm -hmm. everything. So that's kind of what sparked it. Um, and then, you know, we spent a year kind of diving into what would a more inclusive program look like. And that's where we designed our insider program. And that's basically where the qualification to be an insider at Borboleta is. Um, you just have to be Borboleta advanced certified or, you know, take our accelerated artistry course. And then mm-hmm. you take a little quiz online and then you are in the insider program. The insider program is like a club in the industry. It's, you don't have to be exclusive to Borboleta, um, but you get you know, inside perks is yeah. kind of what we call them. So you're, you get invited to our soiree and um, to all of our other regional events. We have about three to four other regional events throughout the years and then, or throughout the year. And then we um, keep you up to date on company announcements kind of before they happen. Um, so you get the most up-to-date inside information. We have a newsletter. It's just kind of like a little community and a touch Mm -hmm. point where you can meet other people, but it's not so exclusive where, you know, you have to jump through hoops and be on a waiting list and, um, and, um, yeah, you can still, you know, love and appreciate other brands as well, which I thought was really exciting that we did something like that. Um, and today we have just under 400 insiders um, wow. from coast to coast. So it's really exciting. It, it grew that quickly in just a matter of about nine months. So it's yeah. been really cool. Um, I like that you guys still have it to where like, it's not just anyone and everyone can join, but it's very easy to join. Um, I think what a lot of people don't understand about any brand like with customer service if you're not trained um or if you just are self-taught like there's a lot of things actually that go into lash artistry even about like the science behind um our products and stuff that if you don't exactly know you're blowing these companies up and changing adhesives every every month um and asking companies like why their stuff isn't working and i think that you know, promoting education and I, what you just said, that little quiz kind of helps to, uh, I don't know, still keep the standards up while still like opening the door for 
people to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's exactly where we're going with it, where it's like, we want to be respectful to the industry and all the professionals that know their stuff and they pay for trainings and they're very skilled lash artists. And if you want to be a part of a a community in anything, you should be well-versed on what that community is that you're involved in. So we do like to make sure that people know about Borboletta and they're sincere and wanting to be an insider, but yeah, you're totally right. That's the exact thought process behind it. Yeah. Um, so how has your role changed like with the company or has it changed? Yeah, my, wow. My role has actually changed a lot. So I'm of course founder, which that title never changes, but founder kind of lives in in different companies and under different umbrellas. Sometimes founders are the CEO, um, which, you know, in my previous episode, I told you my experience of being a CEO. (laughs) But um, So sometimes founders are just titled founders. Others are creative directors. My role as a founder, I touched a lot of things at Borboletta. So I had my hand in education, insider program, um, creative direction, marketing, social, um, gosh, so many other initiatives at at the company, just different events that we're doing, but I didn't have necessarily a direct team reporting to me. And I wasn't, um, I was really strategic as of lately in the creative side of things. But other than that, I wasn't like day-to-day involved in, in a department. I was just really high level kind of in everything. Mm -hmm. And So a few months ago, um, we, we were talking with our CEO and he was bringing up education and the shifts. And I was throwing out just some, some things that I've seen in the industry and some of the biggest shifts that I've seen in the industry are people are getting properly trained now. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds silly to say, but in the past it was like, we hung our hat on the fact that we were one of the only companies early on in the industry five, six years ago that was training lashes properly. And we were one of the only educators in volume. Mm-hmm. Well, now that, that market has amazing, so many amazing educators. You can go anywhere and get properly volume, classic, you know, mega volume, all these things certified. And so I started just talking with Dave, our CEO and saying like, our education program is awesome. We have amazing educators. I mean, they are so talented and so qualified. And which, by the way, um, you know, I do want to give a shout out to our education team because I have been working with them more hand in hand, and they are such a talented group of women. Everywhere I go mm-hmm. and every time I meet someone, they always will comment on the educator that trained them at Borboletta. And I, um, I was laughing with one of our educators after the soiree. So I told her, I was like, I hardly even saw you, Jess. And she was like, I know it, it just is so crazy. She's like, you need to clone yourself. And I, mm-hmm. I looked at her, I'm like, Jess, I have cloned myself. I, we have 33 educators from coast to coast. You are all a clone of literally like of me and what I get to do at Borboletta. That's what you guys do. Like you're a touch point to this brand. And so they represent the brand um, just as good, if not better than, than I do. And I really appreciate that team. So in yeah. looking at kind of what our strategy has been, you know, we announced our accelerated artistry course, which mm-hmm. is awesome. We felt that the industry needed to, um, you know, the, the end goal is to be a, a really great volume lash artist. And so we teach you volume right out of the gate, That's but awesome. 
I still feel like there are some things that we could do to kind of push, push the envelope, Mm -hmm. I'll say. Um, and so I, again, I've been working closely with each, um, one of our educators on, and, um, in our office with our education team, I now head up education and, um, we're making some really big announcements the week of Black Friday, and mm-hmm. we are adding some new things to our education. And um, I'm I'm so excited about it. And I'm really just excited for our team to be able to even get more of a face forward out there because they do work so hard and they really are such a talented group of women. And um, I'm I'm excited to start seeing some shifts happen, not only in our education, but just with um, more of what you're going to see out of our team this next year. I'm excited. I can't wait to find out what it is. Um, I guess that's like a month out, so not too far. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So the latest launch uh, from you guys was a really big one, and I think you guys nailed it. Um, The new aftercare line, the, the design, the packaging, just everything about it. Um, I think that it, it looked like it was a hit. Um, how long has that whole line like been in the making? Oh my goodness. That, well, thank you Shelby for saying all that. Um, the line we have been, uh, working on that for two years now from start to finish. So, but you guys already had, um, y'all had y'all's cleanser. Y'all had y'all's, um, makeup remover. Like why, I know that you announced that there was some reformulations. Like, why did you feel like it had to be changed? Well, let me give you a little bit of the backstory. This is what a lot of people don't know. So I'm excited that I get to share this piece with you. Um, so about two and a half years ago, we hired a head of product. Um, mm-hmm. And that was something that, I think people that knew about it were maybe a little bit like, why would you hire a head of product that's not a lash artist? Because our head of product that we brought on, her name's Brooke, and um, she comes from Urban Decay. Um, She developed the Naked Palette. And so, you know, people were like, that's crazy that Borboletta would bring somebody on from a makeup brand. Are they coming out with a makeup line? Uh Um, Brooke's just a professional product, and I don't want to say just, but Brooke is a professional product developer. That's what she does. So before she was in makeup, she was a product developer and head of marketing for um, one of the biggest skateboarding companies, Soltech. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, you know, it's it, her progression in her career. She just knows how to develop product. And it doesn't matter what industry you put her in, but she loves she's a makeup and beauty junkie. And Mm -hmm. so when we approached her at Borboletta, she was all for it. She was like, wait, B2B that doesn't have luxe, gorgeous packaging yet. Like there's a whole arena here that, you know, she could dive in and get creative and kind of get her hands dirty and roll up her sleeves. And she was really excited about that. So when we brought Brooke on, um, the first thing that we worked on together, her and I, was the aftercare line. And this is why when she got her lashes done for the first time, um, after we hired her at Borboletta, she 
first of all, she was like, I'm going to get these on one time. And then, um, I'm going to go back to my mascara because I have so many mascaras that I love. Well, to this day, she hasn't gone back to mascara. She's Mm -hmm. obsessed with lash extensions, but her whole lash appointment, Brooke was talking to our artist and she was like, okay, what do I, how do I, I keep these lashes up? So tell me all about it. So they were like, cleanse with our lash bath, take your makeup off with the makeup remover, you know, don't wear eyeliner, just kind of like the normal things that we say. Mm-hmm. And she said the first thing she noticed when she got untaped and she got nano message, she was like, okay. So I looked at my lashes and she's like, I never felt better in my whole life. Mm-hmm. But then I looked at my under eyes and she's like, is this explicit Shelby? She said, yeah, they were beat the fuck up. <laughs> Like, what am I supposed to do with these things? Mm-hmm. So that kind of sparked her. And that's when her and I sat down and she was like, Kim, we really need to rethink the whole mm-hmm. aftercare line start to finish. Like, and then you hand me this brush and where do I put it? Like, does mm-hmm. it just lay on my dirty countertop? And like, well, people have different ways of storing their brushes. And she's like, this makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just love how her product development mind thinks. So yeah. We sat down together, we reworked the aftercare line. So why we reformulated the gel cleanser um, is just to make it feel more like skincare. And that was the whole play on the line is when you use the um, gel cleanser or the foam cleanser or the makeup remover, any one of those products, and you put them on your skin, your skin should feel hydrated and it should have really hydrating ingredients in it. Before... It was an awesome formula. We just took that baseline formula and added more things like hyaluronic acid mm-hmm. and kelp and you know all of these anti-aging and moisturizing ingredients, but not so moisturizing that it's going to damage yeah. your lashes or, or cause retention issues. Just ingredients that would make sense that would that would make your skin after I say, ah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that was why we reworked those products. I will say the foam cleanser, we would always say in the past, water it down, water it down. Um, Because if you get too much of it, it can sting if you have sensitive eyes. Mm. This this foam cleanser is so light. It's so airy. You don't need to water it down. It's so rich and it does not sting at all. And I do have really sensitive eyes and I use it with my eyes wide open. So Yeah, I love it. We all got to see Brooke on the Borboletta page because um, I think you guys posted like a little sit down chat with you and Brooke. Um, That was her, right? Yes. So uh, what you guys said in that video made so much sense that all this time we've all just kind of been saying this is what like you don't do to your lashes and it's almost like a negative thing. It's kind of like the downside of having extensions, but you guys looked at it and you were like, why don't we make this a positive thing? And I was like, why has no one ever thought of it like that? And yeah, I think it's brilliant. And I tried the line. I took it with me. Um, where did I, Oh, to Colorado. And, um, I loved everything, especially the eye masks, which everyone keeps posting about, Um, especially because like I don't I hate eye masks uh, because 
normal ones because they are so curved that I'm like, am I wearing these the right way? Like the corners hitting me in the tear duct, like, I, I don't know. And um, I love the shape of them and yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, I that see, just hearing stuff like that makes me so excited. You should see my face right now. I'm just <laughs> from ear to ear. But I, that's kind of the response that Brooke and I were hoping for. But of course, when you're the one behind it, you're always the one that you're like, people are going to love this, right? And we're looking at each other like we're doing something that isn't really out there yet. Like the clean swoop brush. There's not a brush specifically made for eyelash extensions with the drying stand with all the functionality. There's not these iPads that hug the the under eyes and they hydrate with all these ingredients and they're, they're not slimy, you know, and mm-hmm. the word, the whole time we're saying as, as this line's coming to, to life, we're like, people are going to just, they're going to be so excited about this. Right. Like, and then the day, oh my gosh, Shelby, the day that we announced it the first night at our soiree at our launch party, Brooke and I were like walking in to announce it. And we both looked at each other and we were like, what if this tanks? <laughs> Oh, I know we just had like a moment and, um, but I, I think that that also just goes to anybody doing anything that's different. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's always that piece of like self doubt and then we announced it and Brooke and I have been overwhelmed and the, the company as a whole, we've been overwhelmed by the response of the industry and the appreciation. And just like you said, I love that you pointed that out that um, yeah, we have used aftercare as a scare tactic here. You have to buy this cleanser and it might not be your favorite cleanser, but if you don't use this, all your lashes are going to mm-hmm. fall off. Why can't it be like here? I would love to send you home with a luxurious cleanser that your skin is going to thank you for, that your lashes are going to look great with. It's going to help your retention. This brush is going to hug your line. It's made just for lash extensions. Don't set it on the counter. You can put it right back in this drying stand. And then we're going to end your appointment with these beautiful under eye pads. They're so photogenic too. So take a selfie on the way home. <laughs> Love it. I, uh, Brittany actually did a really good job at LashCon. She did a presentation about retail and she used like some like dialogue that we could use in, um, you know, in our salons, like towards clients to help, uh, you know, increase our retail sales. And I just think like that makes all the difference too. And so, yeah, I, I think you guys just did a really good job from start to finish. Do you think that you guys are done or do you feel like there's going to be more additions? Um, we are definitely not done. I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I can say with the aftercare line, Right now, I mean, that was a pretty big launch for aftercare, but as far as other developments, oh yeah, we, we've been working on other things for much longer than two years that I thought were going to be out this year, but, Mm -hmm. um, product development always takes longer than we think. And so, yeah, I mean, just, just stay tuned because there is a lot, I mean, like so much in the works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about all of it. Um, so is, is this something like artists can seek a wholesale account for, or like if they have a salon or if they buy in bulk, um, is this something that, um, they would need to join the insider program for how, how are you guys doing that? Such a good question. Thank you Mm -hmm. for asking that. Um, yes. So any artists that would like to retell this at their studios, 
at their salons, whatever it is that you are looking for, we do offer a wholesale account. Um, we have individuals in each region so that you know you can get the max amount of support that you need and they're awesome. Um, I'm sure you met Kenzie at LashCon, so she's mm -hmm. one of those. Cool. Um, yeah, so I can give you that information. And then also any professional who goes to our website today, we do have wholesale pricing marked on there. Mm -hmm. which is really nice. So it's the price that you buy it out from Borboletta. And then the price, um, next to it is the price that we recommend you sell it for. So you're making a margin. Love that. It's, um, it's just going to look so good on, uh, everyone's shelves. I think it all looks really high end. Um, it reminds me of an actual skincare line. So I think the tagline is perfect. But um, yeah, I actually, we, we retail, like we don't carry just one line um, of lash products at, at Pink Lady Lash. We retail quite a few. And so I was telling the team like how excited we were to bring it on because we're definitely going to do that. Oh, but, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Shelby. Yes, of course. Um, so is there anything else in the works or anything else that you can share? I was trying to think like, what can I realistically share right now? I mm -hmm. guess I can give a little tidbit and I can say, so we came out with the aftercare line because of so many reasons, which we mentioned in this podcast, but one of the biggest reasons I want to hit on is we came out with this so that the artist has a chance to make more money. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, me coming, being a lash artist, coming into this industry, um, starting to provide products to the industry. That's always something that I really have wanted to drive home to people is you should always be selling something that can make you more money. So whether that's an upsell service, an aftercare product, whatever it is, there's so much money margin in that. Um, and so the other products that we are in development with and coming out with um, are to make artists' lives easier so that you can save time, so that you can maintain a clientele, um, so that you can be using what we can assure you is the highest form of product so that your clients can always tell a difference in coming to you as, as the artist providing those products. Hmm. There's a lot of development and research, um, research and development that goes in behind our product development, yeah. as well as quality control. And we're doing all of this because without the artists, we, we do not have a business and we want you to be the most successful artist that you can possibly be. And so that is our whole incentive and initiative moving forward. Um, here at Borboletta is putting products out into the market that only make artists lives easier and make you more money. So on that note, um, if anyone's looking into learning more about the products and how to retail it, where should we send them? You can send them to our partnerships team and the email to reach them at is partner, P-A-R-T-N-E-R at borbalettabeauty.com. And just let them know that you are interested in retelling our aftercare line and they can get back to you with specific questions and specific pricing for what your salon and studio looks like. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I will include the email she just mentioned and some links for your reference in the show notes. 
Don't forget to tag Lash Boss Radio on Instagram if you listen today. And if you would like to be featured on the next episode, you can send in the question in audio or written form to my email or DMs on Instagram. And you just might be featured on the very next episode. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you really soon.